She is hungry. She is always hungry. Surrounded by a chill mist in the infinite darkness of the Southern Ocean, she waits, hungry, for her next prey to approach. A ship drifts past her, and faintly she can hear singing from the deck. For a second, she is no longer hungry, but curious about the sound, compelled to learn more. The princess of the Southern Isles shakes her head to clear it, ignores the music, and drifts through the mist toward her next meal. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, your king, your here there be monsters. It's me, Cat. Hi, Kat. I can't uh, follow the normal, like, protocol here because what, 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 what? The Princess of the Southern Isles, like, is becoming a music lover even slightly. Okay, no, actually, we everything is fucked. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought that, I thought that this one would be impactful. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Everyone, that was Kathleen. Yeah. Hello. You've also heard Kirsten. Hello, Kirsten. Hey, it's me. And we have Nick. Hello, I'm here too. And uh, summer has started for us. You know what that means? It's time for the great complaining. Yeah, pretty much. Where yeah, <laughs> Nick and Cat, item by item, lose all the things they can talk about except for how hot they are. <laughs> it begins, listener. Previously on Sword of Symphonies. The party made their way deep into the still-haunted portion of the goat home veldt. They encountered a pride of veldt lions who seemed interested in them, but not that interested in them, which probably for the best. And they went to sleep and were awakened by a horror, night raid, a fight that, frankly, took them the better part of the night and most of their faculties. In the end, with a decisive overscatter, our bold captain gave up consciousness and drove the horror. Well, not drove it anywhere, genuinely destroyed it. And I think it is the next morning. Is anyone getting up early the day after the fight with Night Raid? I think this is one time that Cobb is probably not getting up with the sun. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, I think Gideon is up early. Fighting horrors isn't something she's unused to, I guess. Mm. Sot gets up at the usual time. Does not like that the captain is not awake. Does not know what to do about that. Mm. He'll, it'll, he'll be okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It, he's he's never he, he's never done this before. Um. No, I guess not, huh? Yeah. It's a thing. Uh, okay. Sometimes when you do too much magic, I mean, you kind of go away for a little bit until you can bring yourself back up together, and, and you know that. And sometimes you do it all at once, and um, uh, maybe that's also kind of a problem for everyone else around you, huh? I'm realizing... Uh, 
Uh, sorry. Um, no, he'll be back soon. Uh, oh, okay. I, I'm gonna make coffee. Mm. And he heads off to find some water. Penelope is awakened by tiny hoofs upon her. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, hello. Good, good morning to you too. Like you know, the the feeling of like when a cat walks on you, but it feels like they're putting all weight on each paw except hooves. <laughs> yeah, Amber opens her little mouth as if to bleed at you, but of course, being a whisper goat, her bleats don't really make any noises. Oh, good morning. It's uh oh, probably time to get up and about. Hey. I hope you slept all right. Hope it wasn't too scary of a night for you. Oh, let's go check on Polly. Let's go. Let's go see how everyone's doing. And Penelope kind of runs a hand through her hair and stumbles out of the tent, blinks a few times in the sun, and goes to tend to Polly and Amber and get them ready for the day. And uh, I guess starts thinking about breakfast too. Actually, what kind of vegetation, breakfasty type things. Understanding survival? Yeah. All right. One success, one edge success. Okay. No, one success will do the trick. I think what you find is a patch of edible greens. A pretty big one. Nice. I think Penelope's going to pick a couple and maybe try to start... Um, I guess you can kind of like crisp up, fry up some greens or whatever. Um, yeah, I think, um, no, I described it as having recently been wet in the veldt. So maybe there are also some wild mushrooms that are poking up. Ooh. There's some mushrooms that you recognize that will be nice for everyone to munch upon. All right. So I think, yeah, Penelope starts frying up the, the mushrooms and, and greens together to make kind of a a nice little breakfast for everyone. Shares some of the greens with Amber and Polly and yeah. Prior to getting back to camp, I think you you do hear a hello there. I oh. wasn't aware you could eat those. Hello. Um, I I think they're I hope they're <laughs> hope they're eligible. They they look like ones near my my home. Uh, oh. I'm Penelope. Uh, Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Um, and you see a tall, kind of lanky man with two-sold black hair, dark skin. Uh, Rye, Lysjaka. I'm a, um, investigator around these parts. Oh. Office of the Gardener General. Oh. Gardener General. Right, right, right. We did see the, um, the house a while back. We stopped in and, and said hello. Uh, yeah. nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Looking into, did you spend the night on this hill? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. It was a night. <laughs> but we made it out okay, fortunately. Um, our captain is still taking his time to wake up this morning, but. Huh. Because, uh, no, I was I was looking into, and he pulls out a notebook. I was looking into reports that there was some activity on this hill. Yes, yes. So there was a horror that kind of burns things. Um, well, let's, you're trying to get back to people. I, I, I won't keep you. I've uh, 
got some bacon I can share if oh. you don't mind having guests for breakfast. Oh, we'd love to have you, of course. Come on, I'll, right. I'll, I'll take you to camp. Yeah, uh, great. And you can all tell me a little bit more about what happened on this hill. Of course, of course. And yeah, uh, Rye and Penelope get back to the camp. Amber looks up at them and then continues ambering around the campsite. Pollyanna continues. Oh, Pollyanna was in the process of craning her neck down to try and nip, but saw Penelope coming and thought better of it. She knows better. <laughs> she knows better than to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the trick. Gideon is showing Sot how to make coffee for the captain. Hello, everyone. This is Rye. Hi. Works for the, the garden the garden general. Oh, hello. Yeah. It's a it is a pleasure to uh, to make all your uh, acquaintances. Uh, Riley's Jaka. I'm um. Oh yeah, she already said it. I'm with the Gardener General. I was looking into the stories about this hill, and um, then I found someone who'd spend the night up here and would just love to hear more. Yeah, there was a horror. Oh. That is what I had heard, yes. Mm-hmm. And Rai kind of settles in next to the campfire with long legs folded underneath them. Starts rummaging in uh, their satchel, his satchel, to find just like a brick of cured bacon, which he hands to Penelope. Ooh, thank you. There you go. Thank there. you so much. I'll uh, I'll get a start on, on some some breakfast for everyone. Glad you could join us. Um, Red, I made the fire today, so it should be better. Oh, right. Thank you. Yes, the, the, the bog is not great for taste. So that's, <laughs> thank you for the heads up. Oh, yeah. The earth around here is something weird about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you. Um, I'll get a start on some, some good breakfast for all of us. So, uh, you're all rangers, I assume, yeah? Um, except for Pollyanna and Sot, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Amber. And Amber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gideon gives a wave. Gideon Gaius Merciful, formerly Aurora Legion. And now you know for sure her salutes are getting lazier because that was just a wave. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, right. And, and I'm Tessa. Pleasure to meet you. And that's Red, and the big guy will be up soon, probably. The captain, Penelope said, right? Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's, a uh, takes a lot out of you sometimes, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Better than the swarm. Hmm? Um, never mind. So what, pray tell, brings you all to the Velt? Oh, we're going to the capital. Oh. Well, that's an exciting trip for somebody who's already met someone. Well, I'm, yeah, no, the, I, I, I think so too. But um, the thing is, um, did you hear about the thing happening with the demons? Mm, what thing? Mm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, 
demon thing. And I think at this point, Penelope returns with breakfast as well. Yeah, Gideon and Saad have finished their coffee project, so. Here you go, everyone. Oh, are we, we talking you. about the demons? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, apparently something is going on with them, and that's why you're all headed to the old capital? To see Atosa, I presume, right? Um, well, there's supposed to be a dragon there who, um, is related to the Watcher. Oh. Oh. So there's a demon problem, which means somebody needs to intervene with Agrippina? Is that what you're thinking? Um, that's what they're hoping. Okay. I have heard those rumors. I mean, my territory is not quite as far as the capital, but among the many things they say about the capital, they do say there is a dragon there. Hmm. This would be better if any of us had been there before, I think, but mm. oh well. Um, oh. how are you? I'm quite all right. I, uh, wasn't uh, quite this close to the hill when I woke up this morning, so I was kind of keeping a sensible distance. Um, I did see the fires, though. Oh, they made it that far. Or, like, that the... Well, I was just camped down in there. And he points down into kind of like a little hollow between two hills. Oh, okay. So not too far from where we said hello. No, not at all. I was just headed up here to well, investigate the fires I saw last night when I ran into Penelope. Hmm. Oh, thank you so much for the coffee. And thank you for bringing the bacon, like letting us use the bacon. No, quite all right. If you're a guest in someone's camp, you share what you can, right? Aw. Thank you, yes. That's so sweet. Hmm. No, it's just life on the veldt. Mm-hmm. Oh. It would be rude to take somebody else's provisions after all can be rough to survive out here. Yeah, and you're out here all alone. Mm. It can be a little intense, yeah. But when there's just one of you, you can also move quickly. Mm. Is that normally how you folks canvas the veldt? Um, Each kind of scout a section, or? Yep. We scout a section, we report back, we learn what we can. I see. And then, uh, based on our reports, the Gardener General helps decide where to plant the lavenders. Make sure humans stay safe. Oh, so it's a constant watch then. Yeah, the work is here. The work is never ending. Mm. But maybe someday. Maybe someday they'll plant the lavenders all the way up to the capital. People will be able to just come and visit. Wouldn't that be a thing? Oh, yeah. Would that not be just amazing? I'm sure it'll happen someday. Well, here's hoping. I mean, one horror down, right? So. <laughs> right. And he kind of raises his little mug, takes a drink of the coffee, and smiles. Just kind of stares at the, the. Is it a literal fire? Ah, uh, it's probably not a literal fire. Yeah, that's that's really how Tessa does business, mm-hmm. I think. Well, the word is heat rather than fire. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. 
it's just a big cooking element. Mm-hmm. So when do we see our captain? I think as soon as the bacon is put on, Cobb starts waking up. Great. He was not really expecting it, and it was a pleasant surprise to wake up to. Good morning. You must be the captain. Uh, yes. Oh, hello. Um, yes, I'm uh, Captain Cobbler. Um, it seems you've already met everyone else. Uh, who are you? Yes, indeed. Uh, Riley Straka, Office of the Gardener General. Ah, nice to meet you, Rye. Um, he was going to investigate and see if there were horrors here. And there are, or were. Mm-hmm. That's uh, about the size of it, yeah. Yeah, Cobb rolls his shoulder and, and rolls his neck a bit. Yeah, that was that was a bigger one than we've seen for a while, but I guess we are out in their territory. Oh? Well, we've encountered them before, but n- never that large. Mm. That one from the swarm was real big. Okay, yes, well, we did meet a bunch of them all at the same time, I suppose. And yeah, there was the big one. Mm. I suppose that's the other place they live, right? Mm. Yep. Well, uh, at any rate, it's uh, made my job a little bit easier, knowing that uh, someone has kind of cleared it off of this hill. I'll be sure to report that. Um, your your friends here tell me you're headed to the capital. Oh yes, we've we have to meet someone there. Uh, I'm I'm told they can help us. Hmm. Well, capital can be a weird place. Hope you're prepared. I think we're as prepared as we're going to get. Cobb kind of looks over the campsite and looks at everybody. Yeah, I don't I don't think we could really be more prepared at this point. Unless. And then Cobb just kind of trails off at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Rye just smiles and goes back to his coffee. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. It's still a little a little groggy. It's It's been a while since I've exerted myself that hard. Oh, uh, he, he, here you go, Captain. We uh, we made coffee. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Hope I didn't hope I didn't startle you too much there. I know I get up usually before everybody else. No, no, it's fine, Captain. I, I knew you were OK. All right. Well, I'll I'll try not to do it that much in the future. Plus, it always gives me a hangover. Not really a hang. It, it's unpleasant. Mm. You no, know, my my ears always ring, and I always feel like I've just forgotten something, like something really important. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, not not fun. The coffee, I should mention, is peculiar. I wouldn't say it's bad, but I would say that Gedeon's style of making coffee is profoundly different from your own. The coffee is perhaps extremely strong. This has a a bite to it there, Gedeon. Huh? Cobb just kind of sips the coffee. Isn't it supposed to? I like it. Mm. I guess. Well, I'll be up very soon at least. Maybe it'll help with that hangover. Well, it certainly does feel like I'm back in my head. Oh, good. Well, you all aren't very far from the capital. I'm sure you know that. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you'll probably be able to make it by sundown. We're that close, hey? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, good. I I don't know if I really want to spend another night fighting things out here. Well, aren't any horrors in the capital? We don't think. Well, that's encouraging. Hmm. I take it you have your own business to attend to, or will you be joining us to the capital? Oh. Well, I was actually just about to offer. You see, you've wrapped up my business for the day quite neatly. Least I can do is show you the way to the capital. Are you sure that won't put you? That's not the opposite way that you're going or anything. It's only a little bit out of my territory. Hmm. And besides, if you camp next to the walls of the capital, nothing bothers you. So, oh, not a bad setup for me either. Well, thank you. We appreciate your assistance. Hmm. Yeah, nobody knows the Velt like I do. You said you were Gardener General? Office? I work with the Office of the Gardener General, yes. I'm an investigator at large. Investigator? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay then. My current mission was the fires on this hill. Hmm. You ever wonder what causes them? I always thought it was uh, bad vibes. No, 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 I don't mean in general. I mean in particular. You ever meet a horror and think, what happened to make you? It seems to be fire a lot. There is? Huh. Mm. Hmm. I've, I've been burned by more than one of them. And, and Cobb kind of like rubs at the small, probably first degree burns that he got from flaming arrows. Ah. Well, that's good information to keep. Um, is there anything that we can do for you while we're walking or while we're in the capital? No, you've already helped me. Like I said, um, you've uh, basically done my job for me. So consider this by way of repayment, not something that needs repayment in the future. Wait, wait, wait. Do we, are you telling me that they would ex, would have expected you to get rid of that thing on your own? Hmm? Or are you just, just reporting back? Well, in cases like a big one, usually what we end up doing is posting a marker. Mm. See if people come together to do it. Fair enough. But it would still have been my job to figure out what it was and as much as I could about it before returning. Well, if you want to know more, I guess we can tell you about what it was while we're walking. You know, that sounds nice, actually. I wonder if I could have fought it. Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Cobb just kind of looks at him. Does he even have a weapon on him? He does. Kind of. He's got a staff, but you can recognize it as, like, a proper-ass staff, not a walking stick. Mm. He's using it as a walking stick, however. It is a little sturdier than just uh, just a branch. Yeah. I mean, as far as this is concerned, that's what you do with hafted weapons. That's what you do with hafted weapons. Now Tissa has two of them that, I don't know, she can use them like stilts. Oh, heinous! <laughs> nice. Oh, I hate that. Tissa just goes nuts on core strength. <laughs>
to become as tall as Cobb? Heck yes! Powerful! So I think what I would like to do is I would like to kind of just walk to the capital. And I've got some things I would like to ask of you on the walk to the capital. So I would like you to do one of two things on the walk to the capital, if you would for me, please. You can either make me a discovery roll, which I would like very, very much, or you can tell me just a little bit about what your character is doing to pass the time on the long walk. Um, Penelope is going to make a discovery roll. I think Penelope's still a little bit nervous. I mean, now we have a guide, um, but the horror was quite intense, so still quite nervous to be on the veldt. So I think uh, I'm going to roll a daring discovery roll. Okay. Two successes, one edge success. Two successes on a daring discovery roll. I think we'll let you look down the hill and see those veldt lions in the valley. They are surrounded by tall grass and they are by no means easy to spot. But you got two successes and you've got pretty sharp eyes and you can see them just wading through a sea of greenery. I think Penelope kind of watches them and then she sort of says to her companions, um, hey folks, just keep an eye out. We've got, uh, I think we should hopefully be okay if we... Don't get too close, but we've got a bit of uh, company down there. Mm. Oh. Oh, I see the pride is still around. Or is it the same ones? It's hard to tell at this distance. I'm not really an expert on them, but uh, perhaps our guide would be able to tell easier. Well, there's a couple prides in my territory. Um, these ones... I think are the ones with the old matriarch. Oh, so those are the ones we saw then. They have a pretty wide range, yeah. This is a little closer to the capital than they usually get. I guess the weather's nicer over here. Hmm. It is a lovely day. And it is a lovely day that Cobb is going to make an adaptability discovery roll on. Yeah. I don't think he's made one of those yet, or at least not adaptability. Hmm. Nothing! <laughs> Nothing! <laughs> Aw. Cobb is looking at them lions, being like, yep, that's them, all right. <laughs> that's lions. Here's the thing. I hate when the result of something is nothing happens. How terribly dull. So I think what Cobb finds is a small ruin. Used to be a stone building. Ancient, overgrown, crumbling half buried in the veldt. Oh, well, would you look at that? And Cobb elbows whoever is closest to him. Oh, wow. A building. I wonder what it was all the way out here. Mm. Was this where a mountain used to be? Mm, hard to tell. Rye shakes his head. Okay, so... The mountains were further north from here. Must have been something else then. Cobb kind of looks around. No water. No rivers. Wonder what it was. Hmm. Wonder if there's anything useful inside. Ooh. We should check it out. There is not. 
Cobb rolled nothing on the adaptability roll. There is nothing useful in this little ruin. But it is a nice place, I think, to sit down in the middle of your day and have a lunch. Yeah, Cobb is kind of poking at the walls. Just, huh, just wonder what it was. And I think Penelope, if we're sitting down for lunch, gets um, ready to... I th- I could, could I say that there's some leftover stuff from the breakfast and we split up a bit of that? Yeah. And chill in this little building in the shade. It's actually kind of a pretty warm day, so you're grateful for the shade at least. How long have you been out here? Huh? Oh. I set out... Two days ago? Mm. And before that? Hmm. I've been working for the Gardener General's office. Uh, He kind of scrunches his face up, rubs his temple. Uh, Ages. Um, Some 15 years? Oh, wow. 10? 15? Time flies. I'm no good with time. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been on the Velt for a long time. Very long time. All that time out here at this ocean of green. Isn't it lovely? I just wish you could sail on it. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Why the Velt for you? Uh. It's a good question. I guess because I like people, even the ones who aren't here anymore. Huh. Yeah, that's what they always told me. There used to be a lot of folks who lived out here, and Cobb looks over the the grassy expanse. It's true. It's true. Did a lot and of them did a lot of them move the, away? Um now, it hasn't been that long. Surely it hasn't been that long. Mm. Uh, they were uh, they were buried, Penelope. Some of them got away. Yeah, but... A lot of them were buried when the mountains melted. <sighs> really makes but, you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. My granddad used to say that the world ended a hundred years ago, and that never quite made sense to me. Yeah. That's the thing about the Velt. When you're on the Velt, you can tell it didn't end at all. The world is still here. It's just not for people anymore. That's all right. And I think at this, Penelope kind of gives an absent-minded pet to Amber, thinking about how now it's a place of goats and quiet, as opposed to bustling with people like it was before. Mm-hmm. So what is Tissa doing on the road? Um, Tissa's doing Tissa things. She is walking a little bit ahead and then finding a plant to examine or finding a site to stare at, looking up and looking at the wind and where the sun is, occasionally 
falling behind when she's doing one of those other activities. Practicing her still walking. Mm-hmm. No, if anyone walks without rhythm. <laughs> or at least a very erratic one. Yeah, Tissa definitely operates in a weird time signature. <laughs> I think that she's going to roll a sensitivity discovery roll. Because I think the Shadow Monarch is too good if this is the Shadow Monarch uh, to be detected by her. <laughs> you absolute fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it. <laughs> I just Kat has no to. poker face. Here's the problem. I'm ass at the game of poker. No, the problem is you gave this away. I did. Right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kept slipping into they, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. They got more than one shape to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to roll that roll, I suppose. Yeah, do, do make your roll. Oh, a success. Two successes, even. I think a rise pacing alongside you, and... There's something, how can I put this? There's something decidedly unrangerly about him that you can pick up on. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that you can sense what he actually is. Not as well as Kathleen can. Because <laughs> Kathleen doesn't have a narrator slipping up. <laughs> but normally when you encounter rangers, you can at least feel something of the Daleth they have befriended. Right. Some people are all gray and pale, and some people are all swirly and covered in moss. Yep. He just seems like a person. Like a normal-ass person. And just cheerfully forges ahead. Yeah. No reason that regular people shouldn't also be badasses. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly as he said, night falls and you are at the walls of the old capital. That's a peculiar thing. And let's start with that detail. There are walls around the old capital. The old capital is from a time when cities had walls around them. Real tall ones, too. Yeah. To protect them from other people? Peculiar. Yeah. Yeah, Cobb looks up at him and I had, a, I had a friend who came here once that he sort of mentions to, to Rye. Oh. She snuck in. I don't think that's going to help us, though. How, how did your friend sneak over these walls? Well, she is very nimble and very light. Oh. Well, people do all kinds of things. Although I, I hope the person we're going to meet is not as intimidating as she always told me they were. Ah. Well, I don't know if she ever spoke with them that much. I think they just scared her and she ran off. But don't tell her I said that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your secret's safe with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. Welcome to the old capital. Here's a word you might not know. 
But the old capital used to be a center of a grand empire. That is to say, the people who lived here wanted their government and their way to spread as far as they could spread it. By force, if necessary. Huh. Like a government for all of... Same government, yeah, for everybody. How would they even control all of that? How would... That would take so much... Yeah. Why? Why, though? That I couldn't tell you. Hmm. I honestly don't know. I mean, there was a couple counties back in Northridge that were possibly going to all get together with the same government, but I don't even—I can't even imagine like a full continent all under the same. Huh. Well, that's what they were trying to do, at any rate. Some people say that's part of why the cloud comb melted. Hard to say. Hmm. Maybe we'll never know. Maybe. I hope we'll never know. Tissa nods. I am kind of amazed that this place didn't get buried. Hmm. Olatosa lives here. Mm. She'd be very annoyed if she were completely buried. Yeah, she's already supposed to be a little bit buried, right? Mostly buried, yeah. Hmm. Well, there's got to be a door or a gate or something around here somewhere. And Cobb looks up the wall again. That's a bit, you know, it's a bit high for someone of my stature. Oh? Thought you were a sailor. Yes, but when I'm on a ship, I have ah. rigging and ropes and that sort of thing. This is, Cobb kind of prods at the wall a bit. Well, it's it's weathered. There's Oh, you mean with your hands? Oh, no, that would be, mm, I don't like that. Well, I suppose I should be on my way, but I do know one little secret about the old capital. Mm -hmm. Don't hurt anyone you find here, huh? People live here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> well, I, it, would, it would be rude to start things. I don't... Well, they might start things. Oh? But I promise you, none of them will hurt you. They don't hurt people. But they do try to keep people out. Ah, so it's going to be like that, is it? Afraid so. Well, thank you for letting us know um, what we're heading into. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm sure if we if we talk to if we talk to them, perhaps maybe we can Convince them that it's okay because we're here to help. About that. I have a question for all of you. What do you plan on doing about the demon problem exactly? Well, we were told that we could get some help here from, from the dragon that lives in the capital. That they might be able to nudge Agrippina awake a little bit to reinstate the uh, shackle, I believe they called it. Oh. Shackle of obsession. Yeah, something like that. You've heard of it? Oh, yes. Yes, I've, I've met Arcanists. 
uh, there are several arcanists working for the Gardener General. Oh, yes, that, that, that would make sense. Penelope kind of blushes, feeling silly that she didn't piece that together. No, 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 no. Hmm. It's, um, I, this is strange and we don't know what's happening. So, um, if there's someone who's really that old and like related, maybe they would be able to at least tell us things. I, I don't know what it's going to happen, but like, I want to at least know a little better and I want to find out too that is a more temperate answer I suppose I've only been with you a day but somehow I feel like I've come to expect that from you Tessa mm. uh, how can I put this the one you're after it's true that they're Agrippina's eldest the oldest relative of Wailing Agrippina. But they are also the dearest friend of Beckoning Atosa, who stands for freedom. Think about that a little bit before you run into them and ask your questions. Uh, I make a, you make a good point. Well, I've been out here a long time after all. Well, I'm going to go set up my camp, take advantage of the wall to stay out of view of the horrors. Thank you. See you all around. Take care. Thank you. you yeah, you too. You take care as well. And I think at this Penelope passes, the last bits of what had been cooked that day for, um, here's a little, uh... Oh, no, 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 I, I refuse. You're traveling with a kid, please. Well, oh, um, did... This is silly. Do you know the name of that dragon? Because I don't. I've heard it. Mm. Well, the only thing I've heard anyone call them is the Shadow Monarch. I'm, I'm curious to meet this self-proclaimed monarch who is a proponent of freedom. <laughs> it wasn't self-proclaimed, I promise. It just kind of stuck, is what they say. Well, I suppose nicknames do tend to be like that. Well, please keep the food. You're a much larger group than I am. I'll be able to find more. But thank you very much, Penelope. You're very kind. I appreciate it. Oh, well, uh, it, it's, it's my pleasure. I mean, as you said, <laughs> went on the belt... You help travelers on their way. So, well, we, we appreciate everything. Thank you, and, and take care. You too. We will. Bye, everybody. See you around, maybe. Thank you. Thanks for the assistance, Rai. It was a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure. Stay safe out there. You too. And off he heads into the shadow of the wall leaving you all at the gates to a city larger even than Stageport. The old capital. Where it is said nothing is 
quite as it seems anymore. Full of people who don't want us to be here. Well, I can't say that I'm that unused to it. Hmm. And with that, unless I'm reading my timing wrong, I do believe it's memory time. Aw, my memory is sharing the breakfast together. Penelope always likes when people can share food together and be like, oh, here, I have some bacon. This, I don't know, it's really cool. I like the gardeners. They're, they're very sweet people. Yeah. I thought it was sweet that Sot was worried. And I can't blame him, I suppose. Look, he's got dad captain and he hasn't got a whole lot else. Yep. And if Dad Captain's not waking up... Yeah, no, that was my memory, too. Sot was very cute. And I, I did really like his his immediate, no, I gotta, I gotta be tough. I totally wasn't worried. Not at all. Yeah. He's a tough pirate. He is a big, tough pirate. He's a big, tough pirate. Everyone. Wait, that was Kathleen's memory. <laughs> Nick. Oh, do we have to have bonus memory? No, I can come up with another bonus memory. I, I will say my my bonus memory is it was a lot of fun finding the useless outpost. I'm glad. We all got to sit in the shade and Cobb got to pontificate on who would be out here with no water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did not come up with a good answer because that is he does not understand what you would be out without water for. <laughs> that just doesn't scan for him. Yeah, that's that was very cute because every time Cobb is like, this is not ocean. What are we doing? <laughs> Why so much so much grass and, and field and where's boats? How come boat no go here? What is wrong <laughs> with this place? Yeah. No boat. How did people how did people live here without boat? No boats, only goats. <laughs> Heinous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listener, if you can explain Inland Empires to us, you should do so by tweeting us at Peach Garden RPGs. Yeah. You can also find me, Kat, on the email form on our website at sortofsymphonies.com. You can also find a link on that webby site if you would like to support us monetarily with a Kofi or a Patreon, which we would just love. We would just think is great if you were to do that. If you can't, we get it. We're not going to make you spend money on us. That's not what podcasting is about. But gosh darn it, would we like it if you would leave a review. That would just make our day. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. As of the time that I am saying this, we have just launched Kathleen and I as well as, uh, you know, Dylan. You know, that horrible, horrible crime monster. Actually, Dylan's usually on their best behavior on this show. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about that. But if you want to see them be a crime monster. Yeah. If you want to see them to be a crime monster, <laughs> Roar to Heaven is now live. It is a 13 episode science fiction anime romp. And it is, compared to Sword of Symphonies, profoundly intense. So that's been very fun for us to record. And we recently did our big debut and it's wonderful. So that sounds up your alley. Check it out. 
And you can also find our own heroic discord in our pinned tweet as well. Come say hi. Come say hi to us. Tell us about Inland Empires. Come hang out with us. And regardless, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you all. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. See you next time. They may descend from their perfect heaven in their perfect choirs. They may rend us and tear us and dissolve our world into nothing with their holy harmony. But we will show them the music of war. We will be the ones to damn the angels. Roar to Heaven is a limited-run actual play series about Marcosia's team, a crew of young hymnal pilots struggling to find a future in a world besieged by the angels. Join Lilian, Flannery, Balthazar, and their commanding officer Mia as they wrestle with adolescence cut short by the apocalypse. Run by an award-winning crew and staffed by paid performers, Roar to Heaven is an experience unlike anything you've ever heard. We debuted June 2022. Join us on the front lines.